Hey there, folks. Rob Hessler here with another episode of Art on the Air, my weekly Do Savannah and Savannah Morning News special. Thanks again for tuning in. It's another fun episode this week. I spoke with Kelly Bamer, the newest selection for the Boxton Breakout window project over at the Jepson Center on Bernard Street there. Amiri Ferris was the artist last year, and Kelly is going to be installing her works there this year. And if you know anything about Kelly's work, it is so amazing. She's It's brightly colored and interesting fiber artwork, super colorful, but also a bit disquieting. And so we talk a little bit about that during our interview. I want to mention this interview was actually done right on the street in front of that space. And let's just say traffic was not particularly cooperative. So there is a very loud motorcycle at one point, jets flying overhead, cars driving by. So you get some of that. But hey, we were in the space and that's what happens there. So it's still a great interview. I think you're going to really enjoy listening to it. Wanted to mention, of course, as always, you can catch past episodes of Art on the Air in my corresponding Art Off the Air column right here at savannahnow.com in the entertainment section. Last week, I spoke with Kay Wolfersberger all about her drive through art box piece over at Green Truck Neighborhood Pub. I also did a couple of other articles, including one about the new mural over at the Humane Society and the 30-year anniversary of Signature Gallery. So lots of good stuff there, lots of good art coverage over at savannahnow.com in the entertainment section. And of course, other cultural events being covered there as well. The best cultural coverage here in Savannah. Head on over there now. But let's get into this interview again. Kelly Bamer over at the Jepson Center in front of the windows for the Boxed In Breakout Project, which she is the next artist to be featured within and I think you're going to enjoy hearing from her all about it. Here you go. Rob Hessler here with Art on the Air Field Notes. I'm here with Kelly Bamer, and we're on the street right in front of the Jepson Center. Actually, we're looking at a Mary Ferris's boxed-in breakout piece because you have just recently been awarded this year's boxed-in breakout artist award here so you're going to be putting up something in these windows here just kind of tell us what's going on here because we're going to talk about your work and what you normally do here as we're having this conversation here but it's certainly different than what we've seen in the boxes before so what are you doing what are you doing with this project (laughs) well first i'm just super excited to to get this opportunity um but i yeah i'm hoping it'll be a little bit different even just in terms of materials um because I work in fibers art, so it's a lot of yarn and faux fur, and then also glitter and taxidermy. Um, so I think even just the materials will look, just at first glance, a little bit different. Well, it's interesting too because these like these bo- these window boxes, like they're essentially two dimensional, but you have like a foot or so of depth, so you can yeah. kind of like it actually is really perfect for the kind of work that you do, which is very much like sort of in relief. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, but I usually don't work quite this large. It's pretty big. So that was exciting to kind of just blow up what I do just a little bit. But yeah, about a foot of depth was sort of perfect because I usually work on a canvas and then just have the the sculpture kind of pouring off. Um, So it just seemed like the perfect vehicle. 
for it. That's awesome. So what are you thinking about actually doing? Because, you, I mean, these are usually done in a kind of a series or, or similar. Like, mm -hmm. we're standing in front of Amiri's work, for example. And all of the pieces sort of relate. A previous artists who have been in this space, the, the pieces sort of relate. Now, I've seen your work, and it all fits together, but it's not necessarily like one piece is specifically related to another, to another, to another. So how are you kind of connecting everything? What can people expect? Yeah, so, I mean, they won't be this cohesive as a series, but the materials and how they're all hand-sewn, um, and then I think the emotional content and where the ideas come from. So a lot of times there's this nervous energy, but also really bright, uh -huh. sparkly colors and textures. Um, and so it's this weird juxtaposition of like really happy looking, but also you get up close and you see kind of gruesome details, but a lot of the inspirations from art history. And so that's another reason why I'm just excited right, to yeah. do something at a museum. So I've been looking at this Assyrian series of reliefs and it's of this lion hunt and there are these dying lions and I made one piece for it already and I'm making a second piece to go below it and but they're reliefs and so it's kind of like how I work um, but that artist was carving in stone and I'm working in the softest material well so I was just like knowing your work pretty well and having like uh -huh. gotten a chance to see it in pictures and then see it up close and like have kind of this experience with it as uh, before one of the things I think is kind of interesting is like there are kind of different ways that viewers will experience this work because people will drive by the museum and they'll see it right and it's you just kind of catch like a quick glance and like you're mentioning it's sort of like bright colors and it's fun and like you know okay and then there'll be people who like literally walk by where we're standing on this brick patio right in front of the windows and it'll sort of be like oh what's this and then you like get closer and then that's when you sort of see those I mean I don't want to call them disturbing details but they sort of are like disquieting maybe is yeah. probably a, a better term so I mean I yeah. wonder if you thought about that when you were designing this like that kind of two-part viewing of this particular space but that's also just how I've always worked too where I'll have sheer fabrics that you can kind of right. peek into um, but I want something even just from far away to be have this loud color or something that that kind of pulls you in um, so it's not all just the disquieting details that there's also this fun energy to it too. right 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 well look so we talked before we went on the air about how the last year has been, you know, it's obviously been crazy for everybody. We've all been dealing with the pandemic, but it gave you an opportunity to really dig into your studio practice. And obviously it ultimately resulted in deciding to apply for this space back in December or so, and then ultimately getting this space. So how did the kind of the last year sort of inform what you're doing here? You said you were kind of studying some art history, but how did it kind of inform this? Like, what have you been, essentially, what have you been doing in the last year, especially <laughs> since you're a performance art artist and your work is like meant to be seen in person. You couldn't really do that for last year. Yeah. I mean, the performance art has just been on halt for a bit, but it's allowed me just to focus mm -hmm. on just my own work in my studio and really just buckle down on that. And this idea of kind of looking into windows, something about that just seems really what I've been doing of looking at Zoom and looking at, right, you know, yeah. um, just kind of looking out my window at, at in my studio or at home. And that lockdown just gives you this reflective time to think up concepts. And yeah, I may not have applied for something like this just without having that little extra time and that little extra push to do it. 
I gotta ask you, <laughs> and this is gonna come off so weird, but I just look at your work and like, it almost seems in my mind to come from this like crazy sort of disturbing psychedelic world that is beautiful and weird and okay <laughs> so you said that you had this sort of extra time for reflection what was it like being in that world over the last year because we were i understand this yeah. concept too because a lot of us and a lot of the artists i've spoken to over the last year have talked about how like we all had to kind of connect to something deeper inside of us when like normal life kind of doesn't let us do that so yep yeah, but it's nice that your art never goes away that never lets you down no matter what systems and things just won't work right now um that's always there your studio practice is always there for you which is great but i mean some of these weird psychedelic images <laughs> are very strange but they're they're things you work through i mean it's kind of it, it there's there's something actually calming about when you finish a piece sure, and you yeah. put all of that out there. But hopefully it's not just like therapeutic for me. Hopefully when other people look at it too, they can kind of deal with some of those odd emotions that we have. Right. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting too, because I feel like, and maybe this is just my perspective since I've been vaccinated now and, yeah. I, and I, and I know a lot of people are being vaccinated yeah, and it yeah. feels kind of like things are getting rolling here in savannah yes. and it feels kind of like we can go to art shows again Yay. and i mean this actually this project has been is great either way because you can see you don't have yes. to you can social distance or you can yeah. you know you can see it in person or in a group setting or whatever but i sort of wonder how i don't know this almost feels like it's going to be going up in july there's like it's like the summer it's like everybody <laughs> kind of come back to to being yeah. out and I wonder if you sort of think about that or how you feel about that I mean it's like any show that's happening right now and it feels like there hasn't been as much art over the last year and it's starting to happen again it kind of feels like a ah here we go finally yeah. right yeah and you almost just want to take that opportunity and that idea people want something to look at and you just it makes me want to spend extra time on all the little details that people are really gonna I feel like somebody may really want to stand here and look for a really for long sure, time yeah. at something. So I, I should give them something for, you know, for that time. Um, some sort of visual experience. It's interesting, too, because, like, you know, I think that before the pandemic and, and even in the early days, I think it was like, you know, oh, there's this move towards digital art anyway. People are looking at stuff on Instagram and experiencing yeah. art that way. And I tell you what, I, I like those platforms actually. And I, but I could, I think everybody is tired of digital. I think everybody <laughs> is tired of looking at yeah. stuff on a screen. I almost feel like, at least for me, it made me realize how important like the human connection is. How important it is to be in the presence of something live and see something in live art. I mean, I don't know how you feel about that, but I'm yeah. ready I mean, for sure. Yeah, and. Um Fiber's work is all about the tactile. Right. I mean, even if you're not physically touching it, when you're looking at this work, you know what that faux fur and silk and all those things feel like. Uh, even if you're not a, a textile artist, yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's just looking at it, it's almost like you're touching it. Um, so I, I think that experience is one of the things we've been missing, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I had a conversation with somebody early on in the pandemic was like, well, I think this is going to be, you know, the end of, like, hugs and touching. And I'm like, Aww. I can't wait to hug someone. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. not, not in a weird way, but, like, I just want to, like, I think physical contact and being, like, out amongst other people is something that 
I guess as I mean, we were kind of talking about, actually, even though people might not realize this, I am kind of an introvert. So like, but I I need other human beings, and I need to go and see art in person around yeah. other people as well. You know. Yeah, one of the first shows I just went back at Laney and saw Hugs that show, uh-huh. and it was yeah. really great and really inspiring, and lots of pink and green, which I love. Of and course, that yeah. Pink <laughs> um, but it it was that thing of being back and actually seeing artwork in person it was really exciting. Well, that's going to be cool. And hopefully by the time that this goes up in July, then people will be able to like, you know, we'll, maybe there'll be, I don't even know. I mean, I you've probably got online things and Zoom things all set up and stuff like that. But maybe there'll maybe, be some real yeah. in, in-person kind of things. And I know the Telfair, for example, is open for in-person mm-hmm. viewing. And so um, so that is an opportunity. Anything else you want to talk about here? Anything? What else has been going on? Have you been do- making any music? Well, we've been trying to get some concepts for Glitter Chariot. Uh, nothing. Thing, you know, quite planned yet. Uh, still looking for venues for that, but but getting costumes. We'll play ideas some of those tunes and... on this episode of the show. Oh, so. that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but getting getting some of that together, uh, you know. So planning for that's fun. Cool, cool. Well, if Kelly, if people want to find out more about your work, if people want to. You know, website, Instagram. How is best for people to sort of connect with you and your work? Um, KellyBamer.com. There's lots there. And then uh, Instagram's at Kelly.Bamer. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kelly, for spending a couple of minutes out in front of the Jepson Center talking about your new project and what you've been up to for the last year. Thank you. That's all the time we have for this week's episode of Art on the Air with your host, Rob Hessler. Listen every Wednesday for our live show, broadcasting from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time on 107.5 FM, Savannah Soundings, and worldwide at WRUU.org. And you can catch past episodes on the WRUU station archives on our website, as well as on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. We'll talk to you next week, where we'll have another batch of art on the air.